0: Our gospel lesson this morning comes from the gospel according to John chapter 20 verses 1 through 18. Hear now the gospel according to John. Early in the morning of the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. She ran to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved and said, They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they put him. Peter and the other disciple left to go to the tomb. They were running together, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and was the first to arrive at the tomb. Bending down to take a look, he saw the linen cloths lying there, but he didn't go in. Following him, Simon Peter entered the tomb and saw the linen cloths lying there. He also saw the face cloth that had been on Jesus' head. It wasn't with the other cloths, but was folded up on its own place. Then the other disciple, the one who arrived at the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed. They didn't yet understand the scripture that Jesus must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to the place where they were staying. Mary stood outside near the tomb crying. As she cried, she bent down to look into the tomb. She saw two angels dressed in white, seated where the body of Jesus had been, one at the head and one at the foot. And the angels asked her, who, uh, woman, why are you crying? She replied, they have taken away my Lord and I don't know where they put him. As soon as she said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. But she didn't know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you crying? Who are you looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she replied, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell tell me where you have put him and I will get him. Then Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, don't hold on to me, for I haven't yet gone up to my father. Go to my brothers and sisters and tell them, I'm going up to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene left and announced to the disciples, I seen the Lord. Then she told them what he said to her. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord God, as we have gathered on this glorious morning, we are grateful for the birds that are chirping. We are grateful for the sun that is rising. We are grateful for the breakfast that is cooking. Lord, as we have gathered this day, on this glorious morning of your resurrection, of your coming out and being alive and the tomb being empty. Lord God, may, may we live into that. Lord, now as we hear a message, may the words of your servant's mouth and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing in your sight. O oh Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So here we are gathered on this Easter morning. A morning that is much different than in years past. A morning that we come and recall the day that the tomb was found empty, that the stone was rolled away. The day that death was defeated. The day of Jesus' resurrection. The day that victory Is won victory that word victory do do we truly understand what it means victory is defined as an act of defeating an enemy or opponent in a battle a game or other competition it's a conquering a vanquishment a defeat and Jesus is the victor Jesus has conquered vanquished defeated death and with that come several truths Jesus was of human flesh Jesus endured pain and suffering Jesus was beaten and was crucified Jesus did stop breathing and died on the cross yet Jesus is alive. The tomb is empty. The stone has been rolled away. So how do we live into the truth that Jesus is alive? How do we understand what victory means? In our Lenten study, Savior uh, De Vega shares a story that was shared with uh, theologian Alistair McGrath. And I believe this story shows what it means to live in victory. Theologian Alistair McGrath recounts a story of an American soldier held captive in a Japanese prisoner of war camp in World War II. As the days went by, he and his fellow soldiers waited in isolation, wondering about the condition of the other service people, speculating on how the war was going And worrying about whether they would live to see the next day. One day they overheard their captors as they listened to a shortwave radio deliver the news. The Allied forces had won. The war was over. Freedom for them and all the other prisoners was now a possibility. They could hardly believe what they were hearing. The joy of the news slowly began to settle in. Still, As they looked around at the conditions in their cell and throughout the camp around them, everything still appeared to be the same. They were still in captivity and their captors were still in charge. It would still be weeks before Allied forces would arrive to set them free. So in the meantime, nothing really had changed. Except for this. Victory had already been secured. And for them, that made all the difference in the world even though they were still technically imprisoned their outlook completely changed they began to rejoice and see themselves as free people with their spirits renewed and their hopes held high they smiled laughed sang songs and began to live into the freedom that they knew had already been guaranteed for them this is the essence of victory and this is the power of the resurrection. Not only did Jesus achieve victory over sin and death, he guarantees victory for you over everything that has kept you defeated. We live in a captive world, in a world where there is hate, where there's anger, where there's oppression and injustice, but do we live like these POWs did? Is our outlook on the world changed in the light of Jesus' victory? Do we live in a way that shows that victory has been achieved and we anticipate the freedom that comes with that victory? The victory is won. Jesus the Christ is risen. And we are called to live into that victory. To live with spirits renewed, hopes held high, to smile, to laugh, to sing songs. And as McGray said, not only did Jesus achieve victory over sin and death, he guarantees victory for you over everything that has kept you defeated. Victory is won. So McGray asked this, will you receive that power of that victory And begin to live into the freedom that Jesus has won for you. Now that you are free in Christ, will you act free in Christ? So this morning, on this glorious day, we proclaim, Hallelujah, Christ is risen. Hallelujah, Christ is risen. And now it's time to let others know, Hallelujah, Christ is risen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us now sing, up from the grave he rose.
1: Low in the grave he lay, Jesus my Savior. forever with the he
0: Receive this benediction and then we will have a prayer over our meal. Today we look to the future to the new dawn of Easter let us go to live as people bathed in the line of resurrection. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Lord God, we are thankful for all the hands that have been preparing food this morning. We are thankful for this meal. We are thankful for this time of fellowship, this time that we get to gather on this glorious Easter morning. So Lord, now as we go to eat this food, Lord, we ask that you just let it nourish these earthly bodies of ours so that we can go out and proclaim that Christ is risen. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. bring back in the pyramids, the candles, the scripture, and our communion for today. I appreciate that. Uh, just let's take a quick note of the things that are on the back of your bulletin, the things that are going on. We have no choir tonight. The stations of the cross will remain up through Eastertide uh, in the arbor, so we'll have several more weeks of that if you would like to do that. We have a finance meeting next Sunday at 3 o'clock, that's the 24th at 3 o'clock. And our Mother's Day bulletin. Uh, we have the information back here on the, in the back, near, uh, on this side uh, at the entrance. Uh, so uh, if you would, if you'd like to support that again this year from the women, uh, that information is there. We're asking for those to be uh, back to us or back to Donna uh, by May 1st, which is the first Sunday in May. Um, So if you could have those back by then, um, we will be gracious with for that. Uh, And you'll see there I have a little note that if you would like to participate in service, if you like to read scriptures, read a prayer, offer a prayer, or read the liturgies, um, I think it's good for other people to be standing up here besides just me all the time. So those are all the announcements that I have. Are there any others this morning? Well, again, welcome, and it is such a blessing to be here. Let us open with prayer, so let us pray. Almighty God, through Jesus Christ, you overcame death and opened to us the gate of everlasting life. Grant that we who celebrate the day of our Lord's resurrection may, by the renewing of your Spirit, arise from the death of sin to the life of righteousness. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us sing number 310, He Lives. This morning, we come in celebration that the tomb is empty, that you are alive. And Lord, as we celebrate this day here in this place, we ask that you just fill our souls and our spirits, Lord. Renew us in the truth of life, the truth of victory that has been won. And Lord, as we have come this morning, we are thankful for all that have come with us. We are thankful for all that are here gathered, Lord. We're thankful for all that have gathered together already and are still gathering at this moment. We are thankful, Lord, that we can gather in the name of our risen Lord. Lord, as we come this day, we come with joys and concerns. We are celebrating having all our family here together. We're celebrating the time that we're going to have together later on. We are thankful for the children, Lord. We are thankful for so many things. Lord, we come with our concerns, with those who are on our hearts and minds. We come seeking healing, seeking comfort, seeking peace. So Lord, on this morning, on this day, at this moment, grant all these things we ask. We ask all these things in the name of the risen Savior, the one who won the victory for us, the one who taught us how to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom. first scripture reading this morning Uh, comes from our psalter reading number 839 in your hymnal. This is Psalm 118, Uh, it is uh, verses 14 through 29 in our hymnal, Uh, the lectionary today actually begins with the first and second verse, but we will begin at verse 14. So let us read this psalm together this morning. The Lord is my strength and my power. The Lord has become my salvation.
1: There are no songs of victory. In the In the,
0: of the righteous. right hand of the Lord does valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord does I shall not die, but I shall live and recount the deeds of the Lord. Open to me the gates of righteousness, that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord; the righteous shall enter through it. I thank you that you have answered me, and I have become my and have become my salvation. The stone, the stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which the Lord has
1: made. Let us rejoice and be
0: glad in it. Save us, we beseech you, O Lord. O Lord, we beseech you, give us success. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God, who has given us light. You are my God, and I will give thanks to you. You are my God, I will extol you.
1: We give thanks to the Lord who is good, for God's steadfast love endures forever.
0: As we continue this morning, we are continually thankful for all the gifts of tithes and offerings that are given uh, to this community as we praise God. And thank him for our abundance. So let me offer this prayer this morning. God of abundance, we offer these gifts to you in thanksgiving and joy for the presence of the living Christ. May these gifts bring new life to those both near and far. And may we offer ourselves in service to you and to one another. Amen. Our gospel. Reading this morning is from the Gospel of John, chapter 20, verses 1 through 18. Let us hear this morning this story of the first Easter. Early in the morning of the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. She ran to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they've put him. Peter and the other disciple left to go to the tomb. They were running together, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and was the first to arrive at the tomb. Bending down to take a look, he saw the linen cloths lying there, but he didn't go in. Following him, Simon Peter entered the tomb, entered whoop, I lost my spot, and was the <coughs> first to arrive at the tomb. Bending down to take a look, he saw the linen cloth laying there, but he didn't go in. He uh, saw the linen cloth there. He also saw the face cloth that had been on Jesus' head. It wasn't with the other cloth, but was folded up in its own place. Then the other disciple, the one who arrived at the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed. They didn't yet understand the scripture that Jesus must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to the place where they were staying. Mary stood outside near the tomb crying. As she cried, she bent down to look into the tomb. She saw two angels dressed in white, seated where the body of Jesus had been one at the head and one at the foot. The angels asked her, Woman, why are you crying? She replied, They have taken away my Lord, and I don't know where they've put him. As soon as she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she didn't know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you crying? Who are you looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she replied, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. And Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabbani, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Don't hold on to me, for I haven't yet gone up to my father. Go to my brothers and sisters and tell them, I'm going up to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene left and announced to the disciples, I've seen the Lord. Then she told them what he said to her. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks Thanks be to God. it is to be able to sing praises. I'm going to say, give it up to the choir one more time for our little one song. <laughs> we practiced hard and long, and I think they did an awesome and wonderful job with that. Thank you, Jenna, for leading us and getting us straight on all of that. This Easter morning, we are going to be participating in the Holy Communion in the Eucharist. So I invite you to either pull out the little Lord's Supper card that is in front of you, or you can turn to page 12, uh, and that is where we will begin this morning. So Christ, our Lord, invites us to his table, invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sins and who desire to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sins before God and one another. Merciful God. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. It has been a long time since we've actually passed the peace. So I'm going to ask you this morning to offer each other signs of reconciliation and love, and pass the love of Christ to one another as you feel comfortable. So let's take this time, just a few moments, to welcome each other with the peace of Christ. Just one, two. <laughs> 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 As we come back together this morning, we're going to continue with our liturgy for communion this morning. I will be reading words from the day out of uh, the Eucharistic Prayers book, but the responses will be the same that is in your hymnal or on the card this morning. So the Lord be with you. Also with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Thanks and praise fill our hearts, almighty God, for you are the Lord of creation and new creation, of covenant and new covenant. You brought your people out of slavery to freedom in the promised land, and you brought your son from the depth of death to the glory of resurrection life. And so we gladly thank you with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, singing the hymn of your unending praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, out of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Joy and gladness are our song redeeming God. For you, for in your conquest of death, we see the destiny of every hope in you. Come among us in the power of the Holy Spirit, that your children may be blessed with power and grace, and that this bread and cup may become for us the body and the blood of your Son, Jesus Christ, who at supper with his disciples took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, and gave it to them, saying, Take, eat, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup. Again, he gave you thanks and gave it to his disciples saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Hope and glory are our breath, merciful God, for you have rolled away the stone of despair The stone of oppression, the stone of lament, the stone of grief, the stone of death, the stone of sin, the stone of fear. Come and stand among us and breathe on us your peace. Breathe on us your power. Breathe on us your eternal life. That all who labor, all who stumble, all who hunger, and all who fall shall meet you in the breaking of the bread and be lifted up by your touch shape your church to be your risen body make our scars beautiful like your scars make our lives life-giving like your life and make our communion holy with your saints until you come again in glory and we eat with you in your kingdom father son and holy spirit ever one god amen As we come this morning we come with open arms open minds open hearts we come to receive the body and the blood the bread and the cup so as we come this morning you'll take a cup and i know it's a little difficult but take we'll take the cup of bread first open it up first before you grab your juice so that you have one in each hand to make it a little easier this morning. Um, And you're welcome to take it as soon as you receive it. The altar will be open. You can come up here and kneel as you partake. Or you may go back to your seats uh, and sit and pray. So let us come to the table this morning. Getting ready to ask. Come, the table is prepared. Let us now sing our song of invitation number 364 because he lives. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Let us now receive this benediction and read it together. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Go and preach the good news. I have seen the Lord. Go in peace and may the forces of evil become confused on the way to your house.